Welcome to Lesson 3 of Build Your Success with Brian Brogen. My purpose on this lesson is to raise your awareness of leadership as a teachable skill and to give you some really practical information that you can apply right away. This lesson is on the art of connecting. I want to convince you, if you're not already, that we are all leaders in one way or another and leadership comes down to one thing, influence. Leadership is influence, and influence depends on our ability to connect with people. Only one thing stands between you and greater success in your personal and professional life. It isn't knowledge or skills, experience or talent. It's your ability to connect with people. In a world where success is increasingly dependent upon collaboration, you must learn to connect with people. It's a common misconception that certain people are born with the ability to connect with other people, and yet the truth is anyone can learn how to make every communication an opportunity for a powerful connection. I'll tell you about some powerful connections that I've established in my life. I have a, a friend who's been a longtime acquaintance and who actually went to high school with, and he was looking for a job. And he mentioned to me he was looking for a job, and I uh, asked him for his resume. He was a very talented individual and had a strong resume. However, he wasn't getting any response from submitting his resume to several companies. I submitted his resume to two people that I have great relationships with, and he called me back the next day and said, Man, you are a powerful person. And I said, What do you mean? And he said, you sent my resume to two companies, and I got offers back the same day. Not did he get interviews, but he got offers. I said, no, I'm not a powerful person, but I have powerful connections. You see, I've been working with these gentlemen for over 20 years, and they took my word and my reference that he was a great employee to heart and made him an offer. So powerful connections are a very powerful thing. Now if I ask you, how many of you here want to improve your results? Of course, we all want to improve the results that we are getting in our lives. For a lot of people, it's money. For a lot of people, it's time. It might be lifestyle, relationships, or even your health. And what I've come to realize, and it's taken me far longer than it should have, but the truth is, if you want to get better results, you've got to get better at connecting with people. I'm talking about a father, a mother, a spouse, a son, or a daughter. I'm talking about someone who runs their own business, an employee or a manager, a vice president or a CEO. It doesn't matter who you are. You can improve your results by improving your ability to connect and influence people in an ethical way. You want to improve your marriage? Connecting better will make a huge difference. Take time to connect with your spouse. Be intentional about connecting with your spouse. You want a promotion? You need to connect better with your boss or your customer or your peers or your team. Want to improve your relationship with your friends? It's all about connecting. We need people. You can't do anything on your own in today's world. 
We need to be able to connect and influence other people to succeed in this world. The friction you experience in your day-to-day -day life comes down to leadership, connecting, and influence. And everything I'm talking about is absolutely 100% a teachable skill, which means you can learn to connect. You can learn to lead. You can learn to improve your ability to influence people if you want to. I spend a great deal of time trying to convince people that it's a common misconception that certain people are born with the ability to connect. Yet the truth is anyone can learn to how to make every communication an opportunity for a powerful connection. You can make every communication with someone else an opportunity for a powerful connection. It's within your reach. It might be out of your comfort zone, but it is within your reach. The reason that learning to connect can make such a difference in your results, to all your results, is that it is such a neglected skill. Most people don't give any thought whatsoever to developing their ability to connect with people, either because they don't see it as a skill or they don't see it as important. And because they don't give it any thought, it's outside of their awareness. They are not conscious of the impact it has on them, and this probably wouldn't be such a problem if people weren't so emotional. Human beings are emotional creatures at heart. We have intellect. We kid ourselves that we are rational, logical human beings, but that's a facade. We're emotional creatures. Emotions rule our lives. Why is this a problem? Well, how many of you have heard something like, he does that if you push his buttons, or you need to do, know how to get her going? We can all be logical in certain situations, but there are others that can, <clears throat> with a certain trigger, can flip our switch and we can't help ourselves. The red cloud descends and the emotional storm blows through us. And everyone knows we're being emotional. In John Maxwell's book, Everyone Communicates, Few Connect, he lays out a powerful learning system split into two parts, connecting principles and connecting practices. I'm going to talk to you about both of those. And when integrated and applied, these lessons will help redefine and reinvent your personal, professional, and family relationships. Now obviously there's more to connecting than we can cover in this lesson. We could dedicate a whole day, a one-day workshop, to really understanding the principles of connecting. But let me just summarize them here for now. Applying the principles through practices that we go over in this workshop, but this is something that you can apply right away. So let me talk about some of the key practices today so that if this is something that interests you, if you decide you're going to improve your people skills, your ability to connect, then you have some tools that you can use right away. You don't need to understand why the techniques of connecting work. You just need to understand the principles that underpin them and then apply them. One principle is that connecting increases your influence in every situation. According to the Harvard Business Review, the number one criteria for advancement and promotion for professionals is the ability to communicate effectively. Presidential historian Robert Delick says that successful presidents exhibit five skills and qualities that enable them to achieve things that others don't. They are vision, pragmatism, consensus building, 
charisma, and trustworthiness. Now let's put aside our political opinions and biases for a moment and look at the ability and history of some past presidents. For those of us who are a little older, you might remember Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan. Consider the differences in connecting skills between and Jimmy Carter during that election. During their debate, Carter came across as cold and impersonal, constantly quoting facts and figures. In contrast, Ronald Reagan engaged with the audience and even with Carter. Reagan connected with the audience and the American people, and because of that, he was called the great communicator. Connecting is the ability to identify with people and relate to them in such a way that it increases our influence with them. Some people connect intuitively. They have high interpersonal intelligence. They seem to value people automatically. Others recognize connecting as important but lacking the tools and techniques. They need to learn to do what others do intuitively. And some people don't recognize connecting as important at all. They think they can do it all on their own. They don't need other people. Why rely on others when it's quicker to do it yourself? If you want something done right, they only let you down anyway. So the better we are able to connect with people, the better our results. Someone once said to me when I said this, what about a rocket scientist? It wouldn't apply to them, would it? And after I thought for a while and said, which skill is rarer? a rocket scientist, or someone who can lead a team of rocket science to produce meaningful results in a coordinated fashion, on time, and on budget. Or the CEO of rocket scientists. Often, the more brilliant people are, the more difficult they are to lead. So we need people, and people are emotional creatures. So to continue to try and outline the problem, picture this. Here is a typical leader in any organization. He may be the owner of the company or the leader of his department or any kind of leader with a team. It doesn't matter. Now, earlier I said that everyone wants to improve their results. So the company owner wants to improve results. The leader wants to improve his results, and everyone in the team wants to improve their results. Everyone wants to improve their results. Given that we are all different, we can assume that we all want different results. Different results are important to us, aren't they? So we could represent this graphical, graphically as an arrow. This person wants to go this direction. This person wants to go this direction. Have you ever seen the hat, I'm the leader, which way did they go? I've always found that humorous. So if the leader of an organization wants to improve results, he's talking about this, and if they're not a connector, if they don't value others, then there's a tendency to think that way to improve results, excuse me, that the way to improve results is to work harder yourself and tell everyone else to do the same. After all, how do most people get leadership positions in most organizations? It's normally based on technical assessment, isn't it? The best technician gets promoted to lead the team. The trouble is, leadership and technical skills are two totally different skills. Technical skills are skills, and leadership skills is influence, connecting with people, which comes from valuing people. 
And technical skill and valuing people are polar opposites. One is left-brained, one is right-brained. The technician simply doesn't see the world that way. If you want people to do what they should, then show them the policy manual. So the leader who can't connect works harder themselves. And look what happens graphically when that happens. The leader works 20% harder or 30% harder. What does that do to the overall effort of the team? It goes up very little, doesn't it? But the connector realizes that if they could just get another 10% out of everybody in the team, then it adds up to far more than they contribute themselves. Leadership is influence. Leadership is results through others. It's all about others. But the reason connecting is such a skill is it isn't, excuse me, the reason connecting is such a skill is it's much more complicated than just saying, okay, I'm going to get more out of others. It's not something you can just decide or even legislate. You have to connect. If you recall, I mentioned that anyone can learn to make every communication an opportunity for a powerful connection. It really, just like any other skill, you need to learn the skill and practice it. That brings me to the next point. Connecting is more a skill than a natural talent. I love this quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. All great leaders were bad speakers. Excuse me. All great speakers were bad speakers first. See, I'm a bad speaker at the moment. Connecting is something anyone can learn to do, but one must study communication to improve it. To connect with others, you must make the most of the skills and experience you have there are several factors that great connectors draw upon to cause people to listen to them. The first is relationships. Who you know. A quick way to gain credibility with an individual, a group, or audience is to borrow it from someone who has credibility with them. Who you know can open the door for you to connect with someone. I have personally sold millions of dollars in revenues due to strong, well-maintained relationships. I get phone calls monthly, if not weekly, from business partners wanting me to help them make connections. So again, connecting and relationships are very powerful in whatever industry you're in. The next is insight. What do you know? If you share an area of expertise generously with others, you give people reasons to respect you and develop a sense of connection with you. Success, what you have done, people want to be successful and they seek out others who have accomplished something to get their advice. If you are successful in anything you do, there will be people who will want to listen to you and connect with you. Ability, what you can do. In level of ability in an area, others may want to connect with you because of that ability. Excellence connects. Individuals who perform at high level in their possession, profession often have instant credibility with others. People admire them. They want to be like them. They feel connected with them. When they speak, others listen. Think about Michael Jordan. He's made more money from endorsements than he ever did playing basketball. Is it because of his knowledge or use of the products he endorses? No. It's because of what he can do with a basketball. 
and sacrifice, how have you lived? If you have made sacrifices, suffered tragedy, or overcome painful obstacles, many people will relate to you. And if you have been able to retain, remain positive yet humble in the midst of life's difficulties, others will admire you and will connect with you. These five connection factors are just the beginning. You can probably think of other reasons people connect. So let's go over those five things again. Relationships, who you know, insight, what you know, success, what you have done, ability, what you can do, and sacrifice, how you've lived, what you've given up. The point is, you must take whatever you have and use it to connect with others. The more factors you have, the better you become at using them. The greater your chance of connecting with people. You must play to your strengths, develop your own style, and cultivate whatever skills you can in order to connect with people. Max Dupree is the author of Leadership is an Art and the former CEO of Herman Miller. And he said... There may be no single thing more important in our efforts to achieve meaningful work and fulfilling relationships than to learn to practice the art of communication. I couldn't agree more. So let me recap some key messages so far. Leadership is critical because anything worthwhile you achieve in life, in every area of your life, will be with and through people. Everything rises and falls on leadership. And what is leadership? Leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. How can I develop my, my ability to influence others? I need to develop the skill of connecting. And how can I develop my skill of connecting? I need to learn to value others. And there's a shift in perception. Take you out of the center and place others in the center. Now let's take a look at the practice that can help you connect better. I used to think it was all about being the best. If you want to lead, you have to be the best. If you want people to listen to you, you've got to impress them. But influence is not about impressing people. It's about connecting with them. It's not a logical thing. It's an emotional thing. Remember we said earlier that people are emotional beings? They're not principally logical. They're principally emotional. And to understand how to connect with people emotionally... We must understand that we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are, and we are all different. We have to respect the diversity of others. There is something different that's happened to the average adult that changes the way they see things, and that difference is called conditioning. See, we don't see the world as it is. We see it the way we are. This goes a long way towards explaining why we don't get what we want. We get what we are. The implications for this are enormous. The implications for this regard to communication are enormous. We all see the world differently. Now this is a simple example, but it illustrates a powerful point in that we are all different. We all see the world differently. We all have different beliefs, different values. Different things are important to us. We have different passions, expectations, and tolerances. To ignore this when trying to connect is to miss the whole point of connecting. 
connectors understand this. They know they have to connect with people on common ground. See, if I talk to you about my beliefs or my values and they're not yours, you're probably not interested intellectually, but there's certainly no emotional resonance. You can't relate to me. You don't have a good feeling about me. Worse yet, if I violate your beliefs while I do it, now not only do you not get a good feeling, you actually get a bad feeling. No one wants to be told that what they believe is wrong. If you challenge someone's beliefs directly, you're going to get their back up. The hair is going to stand up on their back. And if their core <coughs> and question their core beliefs, what they value, they might want to hurt you. This is the ego in its stripped-down raw state. It wants to exterminate everything it doesn't agree with. So if you want to connect with someone, you've got to go to them. You have to go first. You need to connect on common ground. Where our beliefs and theirs intersect, that's common ground. We can connect with them there. And then take them where we want them to go. If you don't connect, they won't go with you. So I often try to find out what someone's hobbies are. Maybe we have similar hobbies. Find out where they're from, what region they're from, what school they're from. Find out what their industry is, their background is. Yes, I'm one of those talkers on an airplane that asks you who you are, where you're going, and where you're from. So that's how you connect with people. You see, one lesson which is important won't develop you as a communicator and connector, but it can get you started on becoming better. If you want to think about it to develop as a communicator and a connector, we are talking about changing our behaviors, and unfortunately, we can't just snap our finger and be changed. I wish I had more time to talk on this subject. I would love to share some other principles and practices with you. You can email me at brianb at buildcs.net. That's B-R-I-A-N-B at buildcs.net. Remember, build yourself, then build others.